There's trouble brewing out in front of the saloon. Hey, they're gonna fight me, Jill. Look at them. They're about to draw. I fired point blank. Watch this. Welcome to, well, what was supposed to be Good Anime Showdown, Gas, oh, no. um, but unfortunately oh, no. we got uh, into our second episode of this so-called vacation, and uh, Ethan decided that he missed the old format, and so we're sort of back to crappy anime showdown, but not really. Uh, we're just somewhere saying I in picked the, a really good one for the normal Somewhere format. in the awkward middle of Good Anime Showdown and Crappy Anime, uh, I'm your host as always, Mike. I'm joined by Jay and Ethan, uh, the... The former or the latter of those two picked this anime called uh, Bacano exclamation uh, point with the promise that it was going to be good or that he'd wait, heard wait, wait, so wait. many I, good things about I it. I had heard good things. This is your fault. Didn't make promises. Did you just go on Mal and this just is your fault? No, no, I've had a lot of gave people. it a five out of five. Actually, went, I've had okay, a few well. people tell me it was good. Uh, who? I want names. <laughs> okay, I, I will make sure that I never I give you those. I want names. heads. <laughs> okay, heads will roll at the middle beginning of this. Uh, I don't know. Oh, now we get to play the the all my favorite game we always play ever on this show is what is rated better on Mal than Bacchino, and what is rated worse than Bacchino? Because Bacchino is at 188. Like, it's very, very highly ranked. You see, this and is it really why I know be. that you just went to Mal and said, well, it's rated No, I always open Mal when we do this. Fuck uh, off. I don't know. I literally always. Oh, I'm um, sorry about your cat producer. I, um, his cat just puked everyone. It's very important. Thanks. Ethan, don't he, try he to derail me. To don't try us, to derail so. me from the beginning of this podcast by getting to the end of some other story. I yeah, yeah. No. I want you to get off your rails. The cat puke like really is, it feels like main character. You know what I mean? It feels I, I feel like that's who we should focus yeah. on. Did you uh, watch so, all of this today, man? Yeah. Yeah. I Both of you? Oh, yeah. my God. That sounds like a terrible day. Well, I watched like four of them last night, but yeah. The other eight. No, I had so much free time. I watched all 13 today. Lots well, of free time, he says. Yeah. So that was oh, <sighs> that was that's how I filled up my free time. I was like, ah, yeah. I have a relaxing day ahead. I guess I'll just watch some stress-free, fun anime. I'd rather watch Boy, an isekai. <laughs> and this fucking uh, so we're pretentious. Gonna, we're gonna shit. do our best over the next however many minutes. Oh my uh, god! Wait, wait, can I trick? <laughs> can I can I trick or cheat of you right at the start of this? I, I want to hear all about how it's like exactly like all the mafia movies they love so much from Martin Scorsese. You know, no, with no, the no. disjointed no, no, narratives no. and the quirky it's characters so and the brutal murder. This is it's just like Quentin Tarantino. It's just Jay, like Quentin Tarantino. It's exactly going to, the same. You get to choose which anime it is we're going to be watching this season, the good season that is rated worse than Bacchino. <laughs> which uh, one is it? Hajime no Ippo. It is not. Well, I'm sure Hajime is also, but it's not. Probably that one. below it's that, hel- yeah. It's Helsing Ultimate. Of course, of course. 196. Wow. <laughs> you, know, you know what would have been better in Helsing Ultimate is that if you started, you just jumped around all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. never made any of the characters mean anything to anybody. And at the end, I the good guys went, I don't know. Nobody I'm really not wins. Sure nobody understands what anyone wants or who they are or what they're doing. Until they just flat out fucking tell you, and by the time they tell you, everything they wanted is either succeeded or failed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Uh, this you know, entire anime episode... is the backstory during the fight scene, the anime. 
Only they yeah, can't really decide is. whether they're showing yeah. you backstory or fight scene, and they'll cut between different fight scenes and different backstories at different times. It's uh, really great. You know, if if we ever had an episode that would let us know that there were dedicated anime viewers listening, and then you know they hated us, it would be this one. I don't think Bacano so. Because is clearly well liked by anime so. viewers. No, I you, think wait, wait, that you they like. I think that if I were to say that, oh, I don't know. Uh, most anime, I, I don't know. No, no, just just like accusing them of being pedophiles altogether. I think usually cr- triggers most. No, of them. that's that's really normal for anime viewers. They get called. Is it though? And, no, yeah. I, but you know, but with, with gusto. No, I think the major uh, difference here. Is I think they're all still in fucking denial. We're we're about to start critiquing Bakano in a way that is going to let people think that we can't follow a complex storyline. Oh, I know exactly what happens. And this is the worst thing about this stupid fucking show. It is so easy to fucking understand. The story is so goddamn simple. Yep. It is boring. It is fucking stupid. And the only way... Yeah, the only reason it's hard to understand is because they made it hard to understand on purpose as a smokescreen yep. to the fact that none of their characters have anything to do. They were yep. like, "Hey, it's like the the, you know, the three little pigs. Everyone knows that story. Well, what if we just did jump cuts the whole time?" Well, that doesn't make your story more complex to understand in a good way. It just means that, like, at the end, I go, oh, this was just that. Oh, okay, great. That's That wasn't yeah. fun to watch. I just had to pretend that I was, you know, I had to be six different places. I didn't need to be anywhere. I just had to, like, basically watch the last episode, and then it was all, there you go. Yeah. Uh, hooray. Here's a little fucking story lesson for you. The reason you have jump cuts and disjointed narratives is because it's supposed to be putting you into the perspective of one of the characters, a.k.a. one of the characters who has no idea what's going on. Sometimes it's nice as an audience member to feel a little bit of confusion. So that way we can have our aha moments when we learn important pieces of information. There is one thing that this confusion should not be, however... It should not be in place of liking the characters, knowing who they are and what they want, because none of that is clear. It's all very fucking stupid. And once it becomes clear, it's very fucking stupid. So let's start the way the fucking show should. Because Wait, it should, you can, and you can, it you makes perfect... Fu- no, no, let's just do this. I'm going to tell the entire fucking story of Bacchina in yeah, a proper sure, fucking order, and it's going to be so easy to understand and boring, they're going to be like, oh, well, what, are the, what is it about? What's the point? Because that's what I was fucking thinking. What is the goddamn point? There is no I mean, no. there is no point. I, yeah, I don't know what the point of this Day show is. Day one. You... You watch the last episode and you go, okay, but what did you actually tell me? Like, what I mean, was the point of all of this? Everything so, that was important I, happened off the fucking train. Mm-hmm. So yeah. before we actually start cracking into this, I the one thing that truly got me to laugh here was that I realized that we basically, well, I guess me, because both of these were my picks. Um, Odd Taxi is the better version of this show where it's like a bunch of characters that go in and out of like the main plot line. And then it has one coherent theme that goes throughout all of it, which is like, you know, everyone is an outsider. Everyone's kind of just lying to get by. Um, Everyone thinks of themselves as like a failure. You know, we're all kind of just trying to figure it out. Yeah, There's always Um, an overarching plot. There's always an event that you're building towards. And there's always a central core piece of the narrative that all of these other stories link to. Yes. Um, But this is main character is almost (laughs) always on screen. 
for a fucking reason because you can have as many weird fucking things happen as you want, but if the main character is the one who experiences all of them, it is very yeah, it's it. much easier to follow. And there's an understanding of the purpose of why we're seeing these things. So again, let's start with the fucking story of Bacano. There is an alchemist's guild in 1719 on a boat. They have decided, as alchemists do, that a boat is the very greatest place for them to be doing their most important fucking things. They yeah, summon a demon. <laughs> not by summoning the demon, but by thinking they're going to summon a demon. Because demons be demons. When you're going to be successful in summoning them, they show up before you're finished summoning them. That makes sense. How mysterious. Wow. Also, remember the part where he said he would appear to you again? He's a liar. He's a liar yeah, about a lot happened. of things. Never this, this, fucking happened. never came to pass. Wonderful little uh, piece of evidence that shows you the story doesn't even give a shit about itself. Anyway, they summon a demon. The demon says, hey, guys, I'm a demon, and thus I'm going to give you what you want. Totally not a trick, by the way. Wink, wink. You see, I have given you a bottle of piss. Sorry, not piss. It's the eternal elixir of awesomeness and life and shit. Uh, wait, it, it makes also you literally wasn't a trick. Wait, wait. It, but there ah, it is a trick if you think about it for two fucking seconds. Not, none of the people oh, on the oh, ship okay. did. So. Okay. It gives you exactly what you want. The elixir of eternal yeah. life and awesomeness. And everybody drinks it. Wow, we. And then he proceeds to rattle off a bunch of rules that are weirdly not connected to an elixir of eternal life. Oh, I don't know. Like the ability to eat each other uh, and suck them through the palm of your hand and absorb and all their in you, 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 memories. You always have to use your names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, that's kind of weird. It's almost, it almost feels like a little bit of a setup now, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like you you were going to give me what I wanted. Oh, wow. That Thanks, man. And like, and, but then uh, here's a loaded gun pointed at your penis and a big <laughs> yeah, uh, red button that hey, says, don't, don't push it. You, you aren't going to push it. It's all part of the EULA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just gloss over it. Go just, ahead, just, sign here. You're you go ahead, go. scroll right to the bottom of that. You hit accept. Nobody reads those. <laughs> Why are you laughing? No. It's, it's even no. worse because he lists them in front of everybody and they still don't like think about it for any longer because it's nope. like, oh, immortality. Well, wait, wait. They drink it before. They have to drink it before. Yeah, yeah. Before. You have to sign it Which before you can yeah, I mean, get that is it. Dumb. Yeah. I mean, no I, tricks I here. They actually just went for it. It's like a bunch of people that we're being told are supposed to be intelligent. Like, they're theoretically these wonderful alchemists. They certainly alchemist say minds. they're intelligent. And they, they certainly they claim to do alchemy, which I don't believe they do either. I believe the, this was the equivalent of a book club who were all deciding to go to America at once, but had to get to, they had to uh, fly coach or boat coach, whatever the fucking equivalent <laughs> it, of that it is. is. The, it is the episode of Rick and Morty where the devil just starts giving people things. And yes. They yeah. have to buy it. And he's like, ah, ha, ha, no money. Don't worry about it. This will give you everything you want. For is this spring. one of those creepy shops where you give me something, but it's like a monkey's paw thing? No. <laughs> sweating. Sweating. Not. No, uh, man, oh. so the devil shows up and he uh, gives them the elixir of eternal life and a bunch of extraordinarily inconvenient and useless superpowers that can only ever inconvenience each other. Surely that's not the intended point. Oh, no. <clears throat> um, everybody proceeds to within the span of about 30 minutes, eat each other. Um, no, we, wait, wait. It's not within 30 minutes. It happens over the course of like days, like a no, couple it weeks. It literally happens yes, that night. That night. They were Are even talking sure? about the very first <laughs> I, I time. Know. The very first time fucking Slizzard goes to sleep. 
they fucking visit him and go, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to okay, kill him. Okay. That is true. Isn't it? It's the first I, fucking night. And on that very same night, Slizzard already set up a trap and was eating somebody Murdered else somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he didn't kill the chick, and she didn't. Well, she did. She die. No, she also got. Oh, wait, she wait, also yeah, got a sample of the. She also got a sample of the thing. Whatever happened to that? Oh, nothing. Shut up. Don't yeah, pay attention. I expected her to do the like Titanic move where she took her version of the elixir that she didn't drink and just throw it off the corner of the deck. Didn't happen. Nothing that fucking happens here matters except the like the actual driving force of the plot. Every other little minute detail that happens on this stupid fucking boat is immediately forgotten by the story. It's such a fucking embarrassment. Anyway, that happens. Uh, they all that now. There's like 27 or so immortal people who will never age and cannot die. Um, and the only way they can die is if one of the other people uh, sucks them up through their hand, or whatever. Blah blah blah. Also, they can give each other knowledge. This comes up all of twice, and it's never talked about again. And honestly, didn't even need to be in there. No, I don't really know why. I literally think it only actually happens once. And then the only other time it happens, it happens to a homunculus creation that presumably you could have done it to anyway. Well, wait, also, wait, are you that homunculus the is the never because that wasn't it. No, I know. Like, no, she there, wasn't there's given two, knowledge. She is just... given knowledge once. She is once. Yes. And then the other time is when uh, the guy who decides after he gets the elixir of eternal awesomeness uh, to never share it with anybody. And he definitely thought this was a good idea. You're just sitting there in the middle. Everyone just got a loaded fucking gun. You point yours at your own head and go, I don't think I'm going to tell anybody what's going on. This is not also, the devil's wait, wait. setup We should dwell on this for a moment. I don't understand. So we, there's this main character. His name is Miser. He's um, not. He's Miser, not a main character. He's whatever. in like six I scenes. Just, you're right. It, I just don't <laughs> care. But anyway, Miser is, he is given the like literal formula for immortality. Like, you know, the panacea. So... Yeah. His solution to being given this formula is I'm not going to give it out. I'm not going to tell anybody. Definitely not a devil's setup, by the way, either. Definitely not. He totally didn't tell only one person on purpose. And also give them the power to suck the knowledge out of his head by force. Definitely that wasn't on purpose. That was totally not on purpose, of course. Um, But, like, I don't understand the angle from Miser to be like, no, I'm not going to share this shit. And, like, we... The entire time we interact with Miser, he's shown to be, like, a peerless, wonderful person. Um, so, like, it's not like he's planning on doing anything with it. He just is trying to take it to the grave. And Was like, he? I, yeah. I, yeah, I guess. He, he, he never tells except anyone. Except that, no, and then he does. Twice. Well, he tells, no. He, he tells, tells his, he tells his brother before, yeah. well, he tells them enough that it's all they needed to go on. So he tells yes. his brother, and then he also uh, tells some other people. And then in the end of the day, he makes an entire batch and gives it to like 60 people. Wait, wait. Miser does not know. Yeah, he doesn't. He does. No, he, he makes a no, fucking he, badge and he gives it to all his mafia friends. He does not. That, so when Sla- Slizzard, Salazar Slizzard comes in and get, shoots them all, they're all fine. Yeah, I know, but he didn't give them to that. That was the crazy chick Isaac and Miria that did it by accident. Nuh-uh, they drank Miser their own. didn't know that was happening. No, no. that's not true. Uh-huh. They drank it all together. It's the last scene in the show. Yeah, but it's not the last scene in the show before they get shot. They got shot before I... that, and they were still fine. What? No. Yes, no. yes, this, it's when yes. They, it's when they disguise themselves as a priest and a nun. They happen to have the booze. That's find two that weeks booze. earlier. <laughs> All right, let's let's just run through the fucking plot here. There's Salazar Slizzard and yes. Mizan Cornboy. 
they are on opposite sides of an argument. That argument is, I want to know how to make the awesome juice. And the other guy says, no, I'm not going to tell you. This pisses no him off irreparably for no reason. Yes. <laughs> he then proceeds to tell his little brother half of it for no reason altogether. Salazar Slizzard eats the younger brother instantly within 30 minutes. Yeah, it happens he now <laughs> apparently has all that he needs forever. Maison, well, well, he has corn enough that he can no, figure no, no, out the had, rest. He had, well, no, he had enough and was working on the rest. That was the yes, whole point. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. Uh, Sounds good to me. ingredients that didn't... Well, the flaw... Well, the problem was is he had a flawed version. The flawed version was is that you can age and die that way. Um, yes. Cool. So that was the flaw. So you wouldn't just stay your current age and live forever... He got to the point where, okay, well, now we just become old men and die that way. So we're not really immortal. Like, if you shoot me, I live. If I get to 100 years old, I die. That's Sounds basically. like a better version, honestly, but whatever. Tell that to uh, what's-his-face drowning in the river for 50 years. Anyway. Well, no, they dug the one of them up. Tell it to the other two that were with them. <laughs> Tell it to the two who were left there for no reason. Anyway, so after that, uh, there's a time jump, about 200 years. Salazar Slizzard has been working on the fucking, uh, the working on the fucking formula the for fantasy, 200 yeah. years. He's been Except giving he's it to. He's not even the one working on no, it. No, he gives just it to getting some schmuck. He gives the shitty version to other people, and they dedicate their entire immortal lives to trying to yeah. figure out how to do well, it. And then he immortal. sits in his basement and sucks himself off with a homunculus he made. How do you make a homunculus? Yeah. Shut up. Never cut. How many never times has he done it? A ton. How come he never made more than one? Shut up. How come he can do all these things, but he also wait, wait, can't he do has others? Made Shut up. One. He I know, but not at the same one. time. Not the same time. That's true. Yes. I said yeah, he made true. more than one, but then every single time they would betray him and then he'd kill them and then he'd make another one because learning from your mistakes is not this man's thing, apparently. He's a fucking idiot. That is true. He's yeah. the dumbest goddamn human being alive. Also, I at mean, some he's point... the only... <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> uh, the, the formula, I don't know what else to say other than there, it gets out because... And I don't really understand why or how, but there's a bunch of people in the fucking mafia and some of them are immortal for absolutely no understandable reason. Well, wait, Can anyone because, fucking tell me why yes. the Garbano cheeses are immortal? Yes. It's what I was talking about earlier. Was it's it? Whenever, yes. It, in the very Isaac beginning. Which which? No, no. You're talking about a different. Show. You're talking about a different mafia family. I'm talking about Mr. Lucky and the Garbano cheeses. Who um, gives them well, immortality? Aren't they, just, aren't they on? They're in Miser's crew, aren't they? No. Miser's okay, crew's I mean, a different crew. The only thing I can think of is I remember watching this and saying, "Weren't those some of the guys that were on the boat?" No. I think it's implied that. Are you sure? Pretty sure, because I went back and tried to look up all the faces of the people on the crew, and you never saw 90% of them again. Really fucking annoying. Presumably, Salazar Slizzard ate them, because he did say he ate 18 of them. He said 18, yeah. But whatever. Point is, is that I have never seen a single fucking source for Garbano Cheese's immortality. Because one of the first things we ever fucking see is um, a scene where Mr. Lucky... And his fucking pals are hanging out at a random goddamn place that and they're just talking about the other two families that they're not a part of doing a bunch of kooky shit and how they're going to send somebody onto the fucking train or whatever to to do some hokey pokey bullshit. 
that you never fucking learn about ever again because they never bring it the fuck back up because half the people on that train have zero fucking motivation to be there. I am going to try to figure out who you're Yeah, you go ahead and Google that, and I'm sure there will be a two-second well, scene you... three-quarters of the way through the show, but I don't fucking remember how the Garbani cheeses ever got their shit. But more okay, importantly... Well, are off, you, are wait, you wait. talking... So all I know... All I know is how the one mafia family got them, which was the the mafia family that ended up putting those three guys in barrels and burying yeah, yeah. them, was, I guess, from Miser and from... Uh, because... I think it had to have been from Miser because at the end of the one episode where uh, that Fiori guy or whatever sucks up the old man and takes control of the homunculus, yeah. Miser comes out. He's like, I'm so sorry for turning you all into immortals. Well, no, so but that was the party. Be- that was the party. That was when they became immortal. Yeah, yeah. But that but that guy that was putting them into the barrels became Well, that immortal. was the Garbani cheeses and Fiore. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So they... They didn't get turned immortal until a point that Miser turned them immortal because he even the the. But then Miser's a the fucking gar- hypocrite. Because here, because Garbani Cheese guy goes, uh, yeah. From what Fiori tells us, we got immortal bodies just like you. Yeah, but then so, what? But they were shot like eight scenes ago when what's right, his exactly, face came but in. That's the point about this timeline is you don't actually know how so, when anything. So occurred. he was just staring but, down a gun during his poker match, and he didn't know he wasn't gonna die. No, I think he. I think he did know he wasn't gonna die. That was the point. Well, then where did the Garbani cheeses get their special sauce? So, th- so that scene <laughs> isn't. So I don't think that they that don't. There's not. That scene's not in there. I no, mean, no, no. You know, here's the thing. No, no, no. That scene that happens outside the train, like the train and those scenes are like happening. I think concurrently because none of the Garbani cheeses or Fiori or even the homunculus are ever on the train, even the old man. But then what about the interview at the newspaper place? I don't wait, know wait, what that is. That has to be after Garbani, the train. When we say well, Garbani, are we talking train, about... Because she says, I think I saw the, someone The, the only train, gang so that starts train, with a yes. G is yeah. there are the Genoards and there are the Gandors. The Gandors. The Gandors. Who the fuck are the Genoars? The Genoars. <laughs> when the fuck? Who is that? I think that's I think that's the guy. Isn't that the guy they were chasing down, like Falcon Genoar? The guy that went in the barrel. The, uh, the Genoard, at least one of the Genoards was one of the guys that went into the cement. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It was here. the main guy. That's who they were looking for no. from the beginning. That's who that boss says. He says, "You better oh. find me that Genoard guy, or I'll oh. kill you." And then, and then he shoots also, his also Eva was one of the Genoards. The and, and then who? But there's the what's what's the other family name? There's the Gandors. Mal- Maladini. Now, no, no, no. There's, there's three families. There's the Russos, who are the white suits, but they're not really a mafia family because no, he really. killed his they, uncle. Well, they are. And then there's yeah. the Maladzunis or whatever the yeah, fuck. The Maladzunis with M. and the Gandors are actually in bed with each other. They just didn't tell anyone else about it. Yeah. Um, and the so Genards are also somehow a subset of the uh, the Rappachanos or whatever. Well, you're also thinking about, yeah, there's them also the Martillo family. The Martillos are the guys. ones that hide in the basement and shoot their guns into the ceiling for fun, I believe. Are you sure? Let me no, I'm not sure. Yes, you're right. That is them. That That is them. You're and right. And they're the <laughs> ones who I thought yeah, accidentally down. drank all the shit. That the Martillos that is, yeah, were the true. ones who okay, accidentally found, got so, dosed so with Dal- human so super poison. The Genoards drank, or at least Dallas Genoward and his henchmen drank the faulty one. Yeah, yes, but that's after, why they could be put in the barrels. But they were, no, no, they were forcibly injected with it by Salazar oh, Slizzard. Well, oh, yeah, that's yeah. true, yeah. By Slizzardman, okay, gotcha. Which means, again, I'm still right that the Martillos are the ones who drank it by accident. As in, they are the only people who were given okay, wait, wait, some okay, of, okay. of a batch. I got it. I, I'm on the wiki. 
the Gandor, Keith and his brothers became complete immortals after unknowingly imbibing the cure-all elixir at Firo Prochinizo yeah. yeah, with yeah, the yeah. Martillos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Fury. then That's how did they get fucking shot party. a week before and be fine? It was, it, was, it wasn't a week before. That's the point, Jay. How that would it be after? How the fuck would it be after? They were putting them into concrete barrels for revenge of something that hadn't happened yet? No, they it literally just happened because the guy in the barrel goes, how are you guys still alive? Yeah, I understand that. So, what but, I'm telling so what, you is that the, the Garbanis, the first time he ever knew they were immortal was when, when fucking Dallas Howard fucking yeah. kicked in the door and shot them in the fucking face. Right, After yes. that scene is the scene where we see the Garbanis and the Martillos accidentally drink the secret sauce. Right, and then and the, the sauce, next the scene is happened, them the putting sauce. the Dallas Howard into a concrete barrel and shoving him in the Hudson. So right, how so does the, this the, fucking line up? Because the scene where they accidentally <laughs> imbibed happened before that guy kicked down the door. Yeah. So they, but then how is they were fucking told they were immortal and they were still working with the fucking like the the third no, Russo no, no, or, the, no the, wait, the, no the, the other Mar other the, other family yeah the Fiore, so Fiore so yeah they're, they're, they they're, after they accidentally imbibed Fiore probably told the Garbanzo beans that they were immortal now. So then Dallas Goddard kicked in the door and shot him and thought he won and started to get away. And then uh, the guy came back and said, ha ha, I'm a better immortal than you. But didn't they because kick in Fiori the door and us. shoot them to try to get the immortal elixir back that would later be accidentally imbibed? No, I don't think so. Oh, oh wait, wait, Yeah, I got they this. did. I got this. Wait, wait, I or got maybe this. They... Yes, JW is right. The only thing he's missing out on is that box by that point is empty. It was stolen from someone else. I don't remember who, but that box is empty oh by that point it yeah, because it had already been yeah, no, drank Dallas, at the promotion goes, party. Oh because remember, Dallas goes, yeah, we might, we may have lost the box that our boss... And in, yes. An indescribable amount of time has passed oh, wait, since this was robbed from me, accidentally drank, informed... I know how to prove it. So the, re the way you prove it is at the very end, the, the last episode, the super bad Slizzard guy comes for the box and he, he's like trying to kill Miser, right? And he literally like... Uh, he does. He breaks Miser's hand, opens the box, and the box is empty. But that was the last place the box had been seen. He's like, "Motherfucker, where were these drinks?" And yeah. the drinks had been. I'm saying that the box was empty since long before yeah. those guys. And got it had shot. apparently just been drank by the very people he was in the room with. Yeah, but he didn't know that. What the fuck? I mean, he wasn't. What there is when this was fucking drank. timeline? Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, the guy gets robbed in an alley out back, and the the fucking bottles manage to change hands three times, end back in the end back up in the exact same fucking place as they started, drank fully, partied with, and then have their full effects be demonstrated by mass murder. So, just in case uh, you haven't seen, this is it, dumb as the, shit. The uh, <laughs> the producer did put the timeline for uh, this show in the chat, and I do think it's probably worth you looking at it if you haven't already. It's, it's um, because for what it's worth, this is actually isn't the full timeline. This is only the timeline from when they get on the train. Yeah. Because so, it doesn't include yeah. the ship. It doesn't include any of the stuff that's off the train. Anyway, I was, talking about, like the, the, and I was talking about the plot. So so we have yeah. the Alchemist <laughs> Guild. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, we, we have the Alchemist Guild. There's, really, there's really only three parts to this story. There's the Alchemists on the boat. They summon Satan. They get the elixir of eternal life. That's part one. Part two is 200 years later, Salazar Slizzard produces the full product 
and uh, the guy who happens to create that fully fledged uh, elixir of eternal awesomeness uh, basically has his entire lab burned down by accident by two guys doing a fucking key and piece peel sketch or whatever. Yeah, they and literally were doing a. Key it was and so sketch. dumb. I loved it. <laughs> and then at which point, um, the a, bo- a whole bunch of people, either by accident or on purpose, all start like converging on a bunch of individual incidents revolving a war between mafia families. And as a result of this simultaneous war between mafia families, who I really need to point out, have absolutely no connection to the elixir whatsoever. None. Zero. Negative (laughs) fucking connection. This whole mafia thing could be cut out of the fucking story and it would still be exactly the fucking same. Uh, that is definitely true. The only connection that I know of for sure is Miser. Because, or well, yeah, Miser, he, because he, Miser is He spends in the 200 family. fucking years whining out of his asshole that he doesn't want to give just anybody the elixir of eternal life. And then he gives it to a fucking room full of mafia guys drunk off their ass playing wait, poker. But, but he doesn't, wait, wait, but he doesn't know that's what he's I don't care to. that he doesn't know. He was I, in a okay. room full of his fucking failure. He spent I mean, 200 true, yes. years hanging out with a little fucking kid being like, oh, I don't know if I should give anybody that. Oops, 60 of them. Oh, well, I guess I will have to eat you all. Suddenly, he doesn't have a fucking problem anymore, does he? He no longer ever has a fucking problem with people having ultimate power now, does he? Nope. Oh, well, we drank it all at a party. Fuck you. So part two <laughs> is Salazar Slizzard desperately trying to remake a thing. Some guy remakes a thing. Uh, it gets stolen to him and drunk by a bunch of fucking drunk mafia guys. Um, there is really no payoff to this at all. It's a stupid fucking plot that goes nowhere. And I can't stress enough that it has nothing to do with the actual bulk of this show. And the other plot point, which is, hey, did you guys know there's a train called the, the lackadaisical pussy fuck or whatever the fuck the stupid train's name is? It's the flying pussyfoot. Yeah, that sounds way better than the one I came up with. So the flying pussyfoot is a transcontinental train that goes from unknown place to unknown place. And nobody cares where it starts or ends because it's never said. Uh, A bunch of people get on it for reasons that no one knows. One of which being the daughter of a senator, which no one actually cares about despite everyone trying to get a hold of her. There are three factions, maybe arguably five, on board the train. There is a bunch of guys in white suits under the Russo family, except not actually under the Russo family because the current head of the Russo family is a bloodthirsty psychopath who murdered his uncle, the actual head of the Russo family, for fun. He now uh, goes onto a train because he's uh, bored, I guess, and um, decides he's going to kill everybody on it because he's, again, bored. Uh, There's another faction on board the train, the Black Suits. They are the followers of a guy named Huey. I have absolutely no fucking clue what Huey has to do with anything. Ever. He's just like, it seems like they're just literally some like fry core fucks from like post World War. Well, that, that Huey guy, like, wasn't he an immortal that was in a cell that the governor talked about? You know, I fucking checked and I don't recognize his face in the crowd of people from the boat at all. Well, right, right, but he said he was immortal, and yeah. then um, how did he get they that were, way? They were they were telepathically talking to each other. Sure right? was almost like yeah. a homunculus that he created. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, so apparently there's the just another there's is just another the s- nope. Well, he's okay, in a fucking well. jail cell and he's not doing a hell of a lot. I'll tell you that much. 
So Salazar Slizzard's do- doppelganger in the form of a, a, a fucking brown-haired little fuckboy with a shitty haircut sitting in a prison cell um, apparently has an entire legion of followers who worship him like a death cult. Uh, yeah, like every, I said, they're like every, core fucks. Every single one member of these death cult followers is deeply afraid of minor amounts of physical pain. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're also this will like, be important this is another, later. This is another crew that just simply doesn't have any plot bearing to like the whole world at all. Like none. There's there's like I mean, for what it's worth, that that's the whole point of the show is that there is no coherent. None of this needs to be here to make the show work because the show doesn't work. So, like, you could remove pieces of these things and it wouldn't change anything in the plot. <coughs> but, like, you would just keep removing until there's nothing left. Yeah. And, like, the show doesn't really change. The it's actual very, plot very is the alchemists and the elixir of eternal life. Yes. That is the I agree only that's thing. That's the actual plot. And then. But they like it has nothing to do but with this fucking train. So much of them, yeah, too. exactly. Like that's exactly. my point. Like you, you can, can pull these things away. Like there's an entire like cabal of old white guys that all want to get the elixir. Like they exist. They have speaking lines. You could pull them away and it won't change. Nope. You could pull away like the entire thing of them being on the boat and just be like, yeah, I don't know, they got powers. Like, and it just wouldn't really change. Like it just. It's very, very strange how many of these characters are fundamentally worthless. Speaking um, of worthless characters, let's talk about Isaac and Maria. Uh, oh, they are man. Pe- they yeah. are people who steal. They do two things. They steal, and they scream into the recording mics and make jokes that aren't funny. They are a product of old school anime. Um, I will admit, I have, I hated them, and I loved them at times, and I hate that I loved them. Um, Good for you. Because I, I, I don't actually. First of all, I just want to backtrack before I get too far. Huey, we did see we him before. About? You didn't recognize his face. He was the guy that abstained from the vote in the beginning. Whoa! Um, oh, stupid me! Oh he just God, has a completely different right. face, hair, and yeah. dress. Why would I recognize? You're, him? you're totally right because I remember he had like a French accent. No, I'm, I'm reading up on all the characters now to try to at least give us like a you know a, a, an attempt to. So why is he in jail, and why does he have a cabal Uh, of mindless followers? Um, Huey's arrested for treason and conspiracy. We are never told this in Newfoundland prison. No, we were told that he was Alcatraz. We we are not told this either. This is not in the show. He was arrested. Are you sure this Wikipedia entry isn't just making shit up? Like the so show, the Wikipedia no, it might be going off of the a OVAs. lot of manga too. So yeah, OVAs and maybe manga. So <laughs> yeah, the the OVAs are definitely in here. Like there's if you look at Miza, we... he shows up in the 1970s and in the 2000s. Yeah, there's and a fact about. Happen. You remember the guy that was stabbing the little kid in the eye? Uh, apparently, yeah. even after being devoured, he's not dead. What? Um, oh yeah, my God. and Wait, he's so also like been devoured role. another time. So oh my God, good that's to know awesome. that every single aspect of this is trash. That's yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking good, yeah. dude. It must be in the OVAs. Didn't watch them or in the manga. Didn't read it. So now I won't. There's a lot of stuff that I'm reading up now where it's like, oh, yeah, as it, uh, as in 2002, it had been discovered that he was alive the entire time and the grandmaster of all that had happened in the novels and overall villain of the series. A guy we literally see me? for four and a half seconds. He's the bad guy. Holy shit. Wait, wait. The, the, the Wikipedia also says, so like he survived those two devourings and would go on to stay away aboard the flying Two. What it was the second it, one? Way, it, what it says, says, no, it says besides <laughs> Seth's law, it is known that he survived at least one other devouring, though who attempted it, he doesn't know. Oh, th- yep. th- just another mystery to unpack just in 20 years. Just another fellow immortal alchemist, it says. And also, just to be clear, 
The Wikipedia entry says he would go on to stow away aboard the Flying Pussyfoot in 1931. Where was So he, he wasn't there. Who was it? Who He's was not there. Character? They retconned the guy... him in. The person who wrote this has has fucking mental degeneration. The, it, like this guy has been oh, losing it was in a his book. fucking man. So in the book 1931, another junk railroad special express. That's the name of this. It says in this book, it is revealed that Ferment was a stowaway on the train like Rachel, though he has no impact on the events that take place during this arc. Amazing. Yes. Why was he there? No, they oh said he's God. there. He was part of the woodwork. Jesus fucking Christ. That's the, fucking awesome. Anyone dude. who tells me this is good has brain damage. I this, think that this is just anime fans. This is to the Mafia fact that Dragon are, Ball Z. I mean, that's like giving too much credit to the mafia in this. Like, no, th- this is this is Dragon Ball Z in that it has I'm gonna say that's no overarching narrative. Dragon Ball Z. No, no, it has the same amount of nonchalantness of its characters, a, a complete inability to write a story from a human basic writing perspective. Literally zero effort, zero care, zero artistry, zero attempts. Gonna, this I'm man is just pe- this man is just grabbing a fucking boat like of money, and he's like, "Give it to me, give it to me." What? What? You want? He, you want? You want that guy back on the train? He's on the train. What, what, twenty bucks? Twenty bucks? I'll make the kid a fucking lizard. Give me some money. I'll make whatever fucking change you want, man. I don't give a shit. Hey, hey, bud. I'll change your mind. I'm gonna give you some Kingdom Hearts shit right here can't wait so you you remember who Firo is right like the guy who like he's like the plucky one that has uh, we were really calling him fiora so i like that better okay fiora so fiora then i guess has the memories of a man named limbro which is the guy that tortures the kid who was devoured by an alchemist who was devoured by slizzard who was later devoured by Firo. Somehow, Ferment was able to escape being devoured by this alchemist, although Firo still retains some memories of Limbro, uh-huh, even uh-huh. though he is still alive. Got Firo it. Tries Makes sense. to avoid these memories and states that he will endeavor to not become like Limbro. Why would this that be a risk? Shit. Did Salazar <laughs> Slizzard ever risk becoming like uh, anyone he ate? Limbro? No? Yeah, I don't know. No? It's so cool. Dude, I can't believe wow. you're so angry at the show. The show's amazing. Wow. Oh, I can't wait for the... F- Let me guess. It's still ongoing. This is... For the record, this is the exact show that if it was on, like, the normal version of our pod, this absolutely would have won. No. Like, I would have voted for this 100% the no. whole way. No. If it Why? was, no- what, if it was is- nothing but the fucking alchemists, then maybe. Except that, again, 90% of the screen time is taken up by a bunch of raging psychopaths on a train killing each other over nothing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And in case I, and I wasn't done describing all the factions on the train. There are the white coats, the Russos, the black coats, the Huey lovers. There are a bunch of um people who brew beer who are on there for reasons I still don't know, mostly because they were trying to follow the Russos and they just happened to be on the train station or something. Um they all have what they call tattoos but are clearly burn scars. Uh, speaking of characters that don't matter, do you remember the like two dudes that are behind the counter at the very beginning of the train? Like, Damn right. Starting, those guys are not a joke. A part of the Genoard family. I want you to stop. Yeah, man. Okay, they now, are. Do you, they do are you, the bartender and uh, Fong Lin Shan is the chef, and the bartender is John Panel. There's you also had- Isaac and Maria, our favorite comedy duo, like C-3PO and R2-D2, but more annoying because they can both speak English. 
Do you guys remember the immortal Nile? I don't know if you remember him. I no, don't. No. Who is this? Um, well, I just want to point out. I want to read you this sentence. Um, uh, by the so in 2001, uh, he joins Meza, Seslaw, and Sylvie on their search for Elmer in a strange European village. By the next year, he's in Japan and receives an invitation from Huey to board the cruise ship Exit to the United States. After the hijacking of the ship and its sister ship, the Entrance, ah, Niall is detained in the United States. Uh, it was revealed he battled against Shizuo Hiwajima. Now, Ethan, does that ring a bell? Uh, no. It does, but I can't place That's it. That's a character from Durarara. Oh, my God. Yep. Well, it Battles. was made by the same people, so... Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying that they, they're saying that both of these exist in the same time period, so now it's a whole extended universe, just so you know. Uh. Uh, so there you go. I just wanted to bring that up. I oh, know, I'm never Niall. watching Duarara. Oh, I remember him. Yeah. I do remember Niall, because he was the guy that, that caught uh, Slizzard first and chopped off his yeah, hand he, for Yeah, he second. swung oh, a yep, sword yep, yep. twice and then exited the show forever. Yeah. No, then he fought Durarara. You missed it. Yeah. I know. It, it happened off screen when I wasn't looking. Also, somebody paid him $50 to just add that in, and he did it. He did it. If you pay this fucking jackass $50, he will add whatever plot point you fucking want. If it's paint by numbers, okay. if it's fucking, like, not even English, if it doesn't make a single bit of fucking sense, he'll add it right the fuck in. Anyway, on the train, uh, they are oh, yeah, all competing train. to try to capture the... A uh, daughter slash and a wife of the mayor of Fucktown. I don't know. Who cares? Senator well, from only Pennsylvania. Only one team is competing for her. Fucking Tom Petty. Who gives a shit? Because absolutely nobody does anything with her. They sit in a fucking <laughs> room and do nothing. And it turns out they weren't even planning to do it the whole time because Huey's adopted little sister, Veronica, no talks a lot, uh, was actually not really down with this whole kidnapping plan because Huey doesn't like kidnapping, which is weird because she didn't say anything for the first, I don't know, 10 to 20 to 30 hours. They presumably have been planning and executing this attack. Oh, sorry, I forgot. She doesn't talk. Isn't that cool and edgy? Sounds great to me. Anyway, she's Huey's representative here, and um, everyone else who are apparently diehard Huey fans are actually just going to assassinate her because really they're not diehard Huey fans at all. They just really, really, really want him to get out of prison, you guys. By yeah, she um, is, you mentioned, but she's then they a, also a have daughter of his, right? Yeah, I did. Wait, it's wait, wait. Obviously, I forgot. That he... Okay, well, she she is. Um... So I just wanted to make sure that was very Wait, how clear. can you say that she is obviously a Because she can telepathically communicate with him, and that's the only other time that happens. I honestly just assumed that was some anime bullshit, and I didn't even think about the monkey list. I mean, fair, I if like, you had yeah, told whatever. me it was anime bullshit, I would have understood and believed you, but yeah. I thought that the show was trying to tell me something. When no, in I, fact, think, I think but also, right. it But was, also, it says that Huey yeah. has, like an, a, like, not an army, but he has multiple homunculi at the same time. Unlike cool. Slizzard. Unlike Salazar Slizzard, who only ever made one, and one was all it took to kick him in the head. And yeah. also, I know we're not there yet, but uh, it turns out that Claire Stanfield, the railway rider, r r rough rider, and Chain Chane, Huey's daughter, actually do get married and have kids. Um, so there you go. Great. The raging psychopath with a real bad case of main character syndrome. Uh, also, yeah. circus performer, because... Apparently, it's been a while since we read Batman, and we genuinely think that circus performers are talented, like, fighters or whatever. 
Anyway, uh, also um, I'm on the wiki uh, yeah, page. Yeah, have you for, read uh, Batman, idiot? Yeah, well, Robin. I'm on the wiki page for Chane, by the way, and um, I don't see anything about her being a homunculus. <laughs> I think she's just a daughter. No, I, it's, no, I mean, it's she, on the he wiki. would never have Wait, sex. He's been in jail. Wait, Huey. Uh, when that? Let's see. Uh, he created an incomplete homunculi, uh, and his daughter Chain was an experiment to find if acquired immortality could be intended. There you go. For Chonic. Homunculi. And then complete homunculi. Send me your link. All right, go on. I'm curious. Also, Wiki could just be making shit up. Like, the, they're just trying to get it's their $50 true, yeah. into the author to get their latest piece of trash added to the fucking canon. Like maybe, fucking, no, maybe, maybe she is his actual daughter. I Goddamn think she is George actual Lucas with a fucking coke habit. Right, this is so weird. Yeah, it says mortal human, guys. Uh, okay. Classification. So then, so then Classification, just, mortal human. How do you just, know? So Shut up, psychic. On her being born to see if immortality can be inherited. Sometimes she's psychic, sometimes she's not. What am I going to say? It's a normal human life. <laughs> but he does. He also has... Um, Homunculi, a group of homunculi called the Lamia. So there you go. And definitely not oh, this girl. Called though. the Lamia. Yeah, because they're like vampires. An lamia, like it's a it's an I, old vampire term. Oh, okay. I just know the like weird fucking monster girl version of that, and I'm like, it's like I hope that's not what it means. I'll bet. You I hope do. that's just some weird. Fuck off. Yeah, I'm sure that every one of the kinks you know about, yeah, you automatically have them. Huh? What kinks do I know about? I don't know. Would you like to tell me? Yeah, slime girls. I always knew it. I always yeah, knew you knew you it. Were into slime the goo. Girls. Did you just mute yourself, or was no, that I the producer said, muted you? I just you? said the goo. I probably, I probably blew my mic out screaming the Wait, goo. Wait, producer, did you? You definitely blew your mic out. That was hilarious. I probably oh blew God, it the fuck out so screaming good. the goo. I, it's okay, man. I literally thought that you that the producer came in and literally like beeped you out. Nah, that would have been, that would've been that, great. That would have required for the producer to be shut up, shut daughter up. Daughter, whom he experimented Holy on, they had shit, That's so fucking awesome. It, it's he, he, I created Derek, but actually oh, he's my, my son. Oh my god! Oh wait, do you also we fuck you. also we've never met? Wow, that's impressive. There's all kinds of crazy things. Uh, uh, give me another fifty dollars. I'll add another character trait to this Wikipedia. Anyway, so um. <laughs> <laughs> that they're all fighting on the train. That's it. The end. Ninety percent of this fucking show is just these people fighting on the train for no reason. Um, most of them are raging psychopaths who want nothing more than to murder everything that moves. I mean, we should actually talk a little bit about the raging psychopaths just to prove the point. Because, like, off the cuff, there's this guy called the Rail Tracer who literally just gets on. He a train. calls himself the Rail Tracer. He literally tells the story Whatever. of the Rail no, Tracer yeah, to make other people of afraid of him. No, I and I no, believe no, no, no. I believe no, no, in my no, no, heart no, no, and soul that he invented that stupid fucking no, 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 story, no, no. and he now didn't. he tells he it didn't. to everybody. No, he didn't. He um, because remember that old guy that pointed a gun at him in the in the you know the 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 conductor cab. Yeah, like, sure. He was like, not? oh, you heard this story, you got to die. So that was a real thing. After he kills that guy, he's like, oh, guess I'm the real tracer now, and then just goes on a killing spree, quote unquote, saving the pussyfoot, uh, you know, hostages. Oh yeah, no, he saved it. He yeah. saved it real good. Yeah. He, he saved, saved it by killing really everybody well, and torturing children. Something. No, that's not true. He didn't let um, those two people that you love die. He held. The, he he had the rope that was holding he had, all three of them like it was one, nothing, and he handed yes. it to a guy who was 17 times his size. He had yes. one fucking <laughs> chance. First of all, he was in the circus. He's better than normal people. Second, that's true. 
fundamentally. He, 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 was, he had one chance to fix the fucking show by letting those two assholes die. By the way, all three people on the end of that rope, immortal. No reason to pull them in. Well, they didn't know they were immortal. Yeah, well, there you go. They yeah, didn't I know. Also, he, Therefore, also, it wasn't going to work. Also, he didn't know that they were immortal. That's so he, he's literally just finding out about immortals. Now. I, he was. He's been like, a psychopath ninety nine point nine percent of the fucking day, and to, and this is the moment he, he decides believes that nothing can kill him because of main character syndrome. But he's now just finding out that people actually can't die, and he's like, because when he had the the discussion on top of the train about Huey and with that other psychopath who has a fiance that's just there for him to kill, he's like, oh, so there are people that can't die. Doesn't matter. I can't die, and if I die, what will happen to the world? I don't know. I'm the main character. Yo, I it's just me. I just looked up his relationships on the Wikipedia. The page. Uh, uh, the, the most realize... the least insane carny, by the way. <laughs> um, Big. True. I looked it up. Apparently, he's the guy in the bookshop with Firo at the beginning of the show. I didn't realize what? that. That's oh wait, no, no, that's, that's my because they both come back. That is they have my glasses. No, no, well, then, this okay. guy. This guy used Apparently, to be called like Vino or something, and he used to be part of the the gang. He's, he's a part of the Garbani cheese mafia, okay. but he's not immortal because he wasn't around when they had their right. crazy yeah, milk house party. Left the Gandor family and then became the rail rider. He didn't leave. Well, he got bored and joined the circus. Yeah, that's called leaving. No. Because when he taught, when he comes back, he's like, "Hello, fellow Hello. Garbani cheese brothers," and they're like, "Garbani cheese is now only nine ninety nine at the supermarket." And he goes, "That sounds pretty great, but I, I do my own thing. I'm a rebel without a cause." And they go, "Okay, we didn't ask you anything. To say Maybe shut up and don't talk to me again." I I feel it important to say I have a little like add on for Firefox. It tells me how long like an article will take to read, um, and I'm on the uh, one for our somersaulting buffoon here. This Wikipedia article will take 86 minutes to read. I'm amazing. How is it possible to have that much to say about this character? On a, on a also, ruthless in- psychopath who occasionally just switches off and decides he wants to conduct trains. Also, his entire entry of the year 1935 is yet to be added. So, like, presumably there's at least, like, five more. I characters. told hey, you, I'm this manga gonna... is still ongoing. They're still writing yeah. more bullshit to I'm this day. I'm not going to lie. I hated his character, but he had the only yeah. good moment in the show, and that was getting vengeance for Tony the conductor. So, Tony know, the tiger for that. that. Fair enough. No, fair the enough. Tony oh, the conductor. The old, the old, the old guy. guy. He's like, I yeah. had to kill an old fair guy enough. to get the suit. And he's like, you son of a gun. Fair that enough. was like a father to me, and then just well, grinds his head into the lucky, ground. Lucky for you, he had he learned how to dodge bullets in the circus from the bearded lady, I believe. And... Uh, uh, the, the spinoff on the bearded lady who taught him how to dodge bullets is uh, the next arc of the manga. It's a bit of a long one. It's been ongoing for six months. Well, that's good to know. Good and someone, he's been receiving a steady payment of $50 on Patreon for this bearded lady arc. You, you know what's... Okay, wait, wait. Hold on. To return to the psychos, because this is important. It is would it? be... I can't decide... Yeah, it is. Shut up. So, I, I feel it important to say that... I didn't know this character was attached to the mob families for a bit. I literally thought he was just some dude that really liked murdering people on trains. Like, and that's how discombobulated this story he is. He basically just is because he, right, while he like is he, related to the Garbani cheese family, he has zero cool contact he with them. No, he's not he's not even related. I think he was just taken He was in adopted. By them. Yeah. And well, then, yeah, yeah, he's. And then I'm he, saying there is still a relationship. He was That's adopted, and then within a few years, when he still looked like a child, he basically just unadopted himself. Yes, yes. no, he did. He yes. has as much relation to the Garbani Cheese true. family as their shoes. 
So, like, I'm just saying, if you could have had him, and there's another guy in white suit that JW already mentioned, who's also just a psychopathic killer, and, like, both of these characters function But he's got a twisted sense of justice! <laughs> but, like, if you wanted one of these guys, you didn't have to make both of them inextricably linked with every other character. Just have one of them that is just a monster, just for no reason. Because, like, you could... There's a space to be had in this plot line because it's terrible. There's a lot of space open. There's a space to be had in this for just everything is crazy and the world is crazy and we can't keep track of it. Also, why is this guy here? He's here because the world is just random. This is what you're stuck with. This is what you get. And, like, you could do something there. Like, it, it, there's, there's something to be built. But instead, it's made a part of this narrative, this world building, in such a fundamental way that you have to question, like, everything you know about this world. Why are all even, of these yeah. people on the same thing together? It just doesn't make sense. What are their and motivations? What do they other. want? What are they afraid of? Uh, nothing. They don't want anything. They're not there for any reason. They're yep. not afraid literally of anything. Half the cast literally just loves killing. That's literally oh. half of oh, the Oh, yeah, cast. just so you know. Except that good old Jacuzzi Splotch. I like guy, to call him. I hate a jacuzzi. Floating cum in a jacuzzi tub. All right, but, but before we get to jacuzzi, Lad, I just wanted to point out, is the creator's favorite character. Lad, which one is that? The, that's, the white suit that's that kills his uncle. Russo. Are yeah. you fucking kidding? The creator that's his favorite uh, character is uh, according to the series creator, Lad is his favorite character. He's just so fun to write. Where like sometimes he'll be like talking about prize fighters from London, and then sometimes he'll be killing people, and then other times he'll be like. I want to kill you because I, you don't think I can kill you, but that makes me want to kill you. And then it's like, uh, no, okay. uh, I don't want you to not kill me because I don't think that you can't not kill me. And he's like, oh, no, man, I'm going to I'm gonna want to kill I mean, you this is... so bad that you're unkillable because you're unkillable. And then I'm not going to want to kill you. I mean, this is another Bang! thing that we, this is another thing that I think, uh, like, if we're going to critique this properly make mention of the fact that you don't have to tell us all these things like this this show's addicted to telling how us how else are they going to know that he's a character ethan how am i supposed to know that humans have things that they want and they like unless randomly in the middle of a room when nobody asked he'll cackle maniacally and say i have a reason to kill and it is for this specific set of listicle reasons let me lay them out for you reason one because they feel safe ha reason two because they said something i didn't like ha um that's about it I, I totally agree with the sentiment of that statement, but at the same time, I feel like these writers back themselves into a corner where because their timeline jumped every four seconds, it's almost impossible not to have a character say something about their character to make them memorable because otherwise I wouldn't know who anybody was because it was all just meaningless. Dude, I still didn't. Like, I here's the thing. I walked into Bacchano, like, at least hopeful. Like, I, I mean, I, I'll say the first episode, although bounced around a lot, I was like, okay, this is pretentious, but, like, I presume we're going to do this for one, maybe two episodes tops, and then we'll be on the train. All you had to do was set up your characters for why they were here. And I'm like, you know what? That's fine. None like, of that. Like, there's, there's weirder plot lines I've been a part of. But what um, if like we did none Kyle of it? Atlas. Right, right, right. I get it. But, like, there, there was at least a hopeful part of me on this, this, this show. I really thought that I was going to get some kind of character drama where everyone was stuck on a train, or I, I thought it was about gambling. 
I can see why I thought it was about gambling, but it has nothing to do with it. Um, and then instead we get this, where like this is the worst version of Cloud Atlas you can make. Cloud, um, Cloud Atlas, Atlas also had nothing good. to say and nothing to do. Yeah, and right, it felt more point. fucking conjoined than this dog shit. It's because all the, they had like what I think it was four timelines in Cloud Atlas total. I think. Yeah, just um, four. It might be and more. and every okay. character was played by a, the same actor. By the same yeah, which so was that cool. You could like, follow I mean, that a little bit, and it, it had nothing to anything, say but... and nothing to do. But at the very least, I always knew what was going on. It was stupid and boring. And mm-hmm. here, I always know what's going on. It's stupid and boring. But I had to watch eighty percent of the show to find out answers to the questions that I had from episode one, and the answers were stupid and dumb. Yeah, I mean, and pointless. I, I am impressed. Oh, apparently it's six eras in Cloud. Who cares? Atlas. I will say that I can still probably name all of them, um, which is not true for this. So There's like, the Soil and Green era. There's the. Uh-huh. Ship era where they're on a boat. There's the one. There's the there's future the one, about, one like, with Ugnug Nagrugrug. Yeah. Then there's the whale companies. Then there's the one with the uh, with the environmentalist reporter. Then, um, I think there's one with a cotton plantation guy, and that's it. Wait, what? There's a cotton plantation one. Something like that. Maybe I'm getting that confused with the boat one. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm not. I don't remember. Okay, maybe I can't name all six, but I can probably. Yeah, we definitely. All got I remember four. was that Tom Hanks was the worst part of all of them. But the worst Which part above weird... all, the worst part was truly above all, was when they made Mr. Smith put him in yellow face. Holy shit, I forgot about that. They made Mr. That Smith the most wild. Asian looking dude on the planet and it didn't look good. And there's, if there's um, one thing you can't do besides making someone else look like a different ethnicity, that's do it poorly. Apparently the words cotton plantation Mr. Smith uh, jogged my memory because you're right, there was a cotton plantation. Um, or no, you said Mr. Smith uh, yellow face. That was it. Yeah, that yeah, apparently yeah, no. made me remember that he was on a cotton plantation. That's the Soylent Green I don't know one. Why, I'm still not probably. sure of the cotton plantation, but I do remember. No, no, no. He, I remember the scene because there is a, a scene where his soon-to-be son-in-law is like disapproving of something that's going on and Mr. Smith like yells at him and is like, well, you're banished. And then like him and the the actual daughter run off or something. Oh, I think you're right. But that wasn't the one where he was Asian. The Asian one was was in Soylent Green where everyone's (laughs) Asian because the movie subscribes to a kind of ethno-nationalism that is demonstrably false. No matter how much time goes by, no, all of the bloodlines and ethnicities of human beings will not converge into something that looks vaguely Asian. You dumbasses. (laughs) Is Is that close enough to Nazis for Ding? I, it's uh, it's sure. it's literal racist fan fiction for liberals. Oh yeah, yeah. Where I'm, they try to own yeah, Trump whatever. supporters by saying that, well, you know, in three hundred years, all your kids are going to be black. And they're like, well, one, that's not true, and two, wh- what did you own them with? The future? Clearly, they're not concerned. <laughs> yeah. Also, if anything, that probably makes white nationalists even angrier and like claiming yeah, about, probably like, rates and shit. That's so. what makes them think the Great Replacement is real, dumbass. Yeah, it's probably probably we just don't talk about that, and you know, stop well, it's giving it's up. also just not real. Like you can talk about it, but only tell them that it's not real because they're stupid. Well, don't be double right, stupid and then reinforce their stupid little fears. You shouldn't you shouldn't give credence to it. Is what I'm trying to say. Because yeah, it's not real. <laughs> yes, that's my point. Yeah, like you should not take their theories and go. Well, now I'm going to debate them as if these are real theories. You should I, just I would let those I would bet die. a lot of money that it was just a very devious fucking racist that came up with the liberal version. But whatever. Probably. Anyway, back to Bacchano and 
It's oh, yeah, Baca. bullshit. Um, I don't have anything else to say. It's dumb. Don't watch it. I hate it. Um, how many... Oh, hold on. I want to play a game. <laughs> so if we have character groups, how many character groups can we truly remove and, like, literally nothing changes? Okay, And so, I feel like we can do all the white suits. All the right? white suits can go. All the so, black suits uh, can go. All of the, the bootleggers can go. The only people oh, yeah, the jacuzzi crew. that yeah. can stay are the alchemists and people that the alchemists directly interact with. So we'll have oh, and the Isaac and Maria. Yeah, and Isaac Maria. So we'll have well, the Garbani cheeses. No, hold on. You can't text Someone else Isaac can fucking steal it from them. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. So we have we have uh, the original boat of alchemists. Then we would the skip Galbani right. Crew. Then we would skip to the mafia war. We got Galbani cheese versus uh, versus the the, the Gallardos. The the, the, the definitely not Mexican Martillos. Yeah. Which, by the way, we're all saying Mart- Martillo, but they're not Spanish, so it wouldn't be. Martillo, and I don't want to know I mean, what the, bullshit well, I mean, English pronunciation they give it in the show. No, 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 no. I was going to say if they're Italian, if they're they are Italian. Italian mafia, then you it's would a small Martillo. independent. Yeah. They, literally, it says is a small independent Camorra, the territory in New York City's Little Italy and Chinatown neighborhoods. They call it a Camorra. Yeah. yeah I don't Jesus, really titty, is, fucking Christ! How far up your ass can you be? Just call it a mob. Just call it's it's basically just another word for a criminal organization that no human being on this fucking planet uses. Oh, but they specifically originate within Campania, which is also a place I assume that's in Italy. It's kind of like saying salutations as an American. Nobody says that. Like it's a word that exists, but nobody says salutations. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we've moved on from that. It's like saying GIF. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I know some people that say GIF, and I've thought about murdering. Wrong. Um, so yeah, I think those are the only characters that you could like, you could, everything else works if you remove yeah, the rest the, of them. The fight for immortality is the only oh, compelling remove, story this has. Couldn't, couldn't you remove the entire train sequence? Yes. The entire train can go. All it, the so only reason the it's, it's even in. Too, and the yeah, wife. yeah. Be, yeah. Well, because they're already going because we're getting rid of the fucking black shirts. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, they're gone too. Why? Or, why yeah, are they, they, they in there? You could well. you could get rid of the entire pussyfoot part because it actually serves no purpose to the main storyline. None. They just put a bunch of the quote unquote main characters in it, but all of these people just fight and kill each other and then leave. And it's like okay, but for what? Like, what was the end result? Nothing. Nothing. Half of the, in the cast story. gets thrown off of the train and then they find them later and they're fine. The, the, the only thing that's sort of different, I guess, is that Chez was on the train, but you could just write him doing something else. But then he yeah. has no payoff for his story either. They're just like, no. you know, I heard he was abused by well, his, his older brother, his, the well, yeah, ma- the pay- evil mastermind of the entire show, yeah. I've been told. His his payoff is he gets an uncle and an aunt in those two, but if you just remove them, then yeah, you just, you just write Chez doing yeah. something else, and then maybe he actually has a payoff. An uncle and an aunt who will probably forget to buy him souvenirs who, who on their transcontinental railroads. Ship, ship him off to the first homunculus they see. <laughs> literally. All right, I like how so, they become friends with basically every single human being they've ever met, and the only one they remember after two minutes from leaving is the homunculus. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, they've met right, so many game. people, and they don't care. Yeah, read a review, right, and then no, I'll die. No, no. It's not reviews. I want to know, and it has to just be one. Jay, I know that this is going to be hard for you. Okay. What is your least favorite thing? Like a, a moment. It has to be like a moment in this. What is like Isaac and Maria screaming into the microphone? Take that's a not one moment. Um, when they're in, moment. when they are in the mine shaft, 
and he's coming up with a new idea and they're just screaming and they're just screaming okay. so fucking loud. Close enough. All right, Mike, what do you, what's yours? Uh, that's actually, and if really you don't know question. yours, I got mine. All right. We'll say yours first then. So mine was, uh, the rail tracer guy saving Isaac and Maria and the kid, the abused kid. Mm-hmm. I do not understand a single reason why his character would do that. None at all. I don't know why. And like, obviously these characters are all kind of like wibbly wobbly, but like, he they said are they were all... good customers. Why does he even care about that? When did we establish that he what? gives it? I don't know. He just says it. Oh, he just says they're the good dream. customers, yeah, yeah. and then he's going to save them. I'm like, why the fuck do you care? Since when did you care? Yeah, that moment. I, You're I remember, a train like, conductor. You don't run the food thing. cart, dipshit. I made it through this whole fucking show, and like, I mean, I wasn't enjoying myself really by the end. Um, and. I made it to that moment and I was like, what the fuck? Like, are you at minimum, if you're going to serve me this like plot mashed potato thing, then at minimum have consistent characters. Because like, if you have consistent characters with a dumb plot, you can still have a fun time. Yeah. Like you could still make something that is like humorous. That but we don't have characters sense. or character arcs. Exactly. Yeah. So like, we when just this have guy cardboard does it, I'm like, cutouts this is just slapping against each other and they don't even have the decency to be related to a plot. I mean, we didn't even talk about how Rail Tracer guy immediately falls head over heels for Huey's daughter for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Well, that's whatsoever. so okay. Well, yeah, so getting to my least favorite part, uh, it's that when he proposes to her, and then I guess the follow-up is that she says yes. Um, so I know it's not one moment, but it's all kind of like one one singular yeah, moment. Either that or um, Jacuzzi and Nice's first kiss for no reason, and then declaring that it was their first kiss ever. That was yeah, 10 after, after 10 years of dating. Yeah, it was so stupid. Jacuzzi it was also n- looks like he's 17. Oh, yeah, you know I, what? I changed my mind. My least favorite part is when he explains that he's been a crybaby this whole time because he's been uh, crying um, in preparation for the day when he would need to stop crying, and then he cried enough for both of them. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was terrible. Was that also just a slight of the fact that she has only one eye to cry with? I want to personally beat to death the man who wrote that sentence. Yeah, that was that was really sad. No, I I, I agree with that. That was oh, there were just so many bad moments. Uh, okay, so then try to do before we wrap this up. Try to do the reverse. If you can think of one moment hmm. that made you uh, enjoy the show, but just as a singular moment, forgetting that it was even part of a show, what was it? The OP is a banger. Six out of ten. I never know what to yeah. put here. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I remember the. I do remember the music actually being okay, but actually, like part of the show though, like not. The beginning <laughs> of it. Oh, what? Like, I can't pad we're, my review. We're, no, we're characters by talking about talking. the opener. Yeah, no, where characters are talking and what? interacting with each other. This is yeah. bullshit. Right, I, I got one. I got <laughs> I'm unsubscribing so, from my anime list. Um, I didn't mind Firo's dialogue a ton. I I gener I roughly found the character enjoyable to have on screen. By the way, what is the point of Firo's character besides that he can knife fight good? I don't know, dude. I'm not saying he's supposed to be there, but the the writing of Firo... He falls in love with the homunculus. He does, yeah. Does he? I don't know. I just found his character roughly empathetic, um, which by comparison to all the other stereotypes we have on screen, um, you know, I I, I guess that's good. Um, so I don't know. Firo was okay. Actually, how about this? I'll say, despite the fact that Firo had a terrible uh, Joey from Yu-Gi-Oh accent in the dub uh, that would normally have really annoyed the shit out of me, I still found him empathetic. So I feel like that's that's a compliment. Uh, my favorite part was right at the end. It involved Firo 
uh, where the guys were just dumping liquid on Slizzard. And the guy goes, well, we lit a lot of things on fire, oh but this will be our first human head. And it was really stupid. And it was like a moment that was supposed to maybe seem tense, but there, a guy just peeks out a window and dumps lighter fluid on Slizzard. And then a yeah. guy lights a match on Slizzard. And then Fiero has to go touch his head while he's on fire. And it makes no sense. But it was okay, These funny. characters, by I the way, only back. exist in the story because they <laughs> accidentally burned down the fucking, the, the fucking uh, Philosopher's Stone factory i i also want to take this opportunity to take my my statement back my favorite thing is actually the first time we see those two characters when they're like dude look at me like i can light my hand on fire yeah, whoa. <laughs> and then the second guy's like oh i want to try and he's like dude what the fuck you don't have the right gloves for that don't do it and he just burns his hand and like that i, I was watching that i'm like why the fuck is this here this is great <laughs> so i actually did like that scene i had fun with that um, I oh, wish we had man. more stuff like that where like these characters are haphazard. They don't really know what's going on. Like everyone's kind of a stooge and like, that's what we end up with. Um, that would no, have been fun. Everyone's going to be a psychopath. But... JW's favorite part is any part that lads in because he talks about boxing people. Okay. Anyway, uh, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> Uh, all right, so yeah, that was Bacano. Thanks a lot, Ethan. Back to back weeks, and uh, you know you came out. Hey, what was good? 50. Yeah, one was one was decent and one was terrible. So yeah, I right about take on track. credit for Odd Taxi. You don't deserve okay. it. I fuck you. It was on my list. <laughs> yeah, but I talked about it first. <laughs> no, you didn't. Probably. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. You didn't talk about it first. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Bakken was at the I bottom. It. <laughs> uh, all okay. right, so. We were told to rate this on our list. We're going to put this firmly at, at, at 11. At Let's the bottom. make it number 12. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there's still there's still a chance maybe something is worse. No. I doubt it. Oh, Norman Gunn can't worse, possibly be worse than that, and I've seen everything else. Or, Well, I guess Chainsaw Man could be like one of the worst things ever ever made, but yeah. I know the Count of Monte Cristo is good. Wait have, oh, you, wait, have you seen it, though? Have you seen Count of Monte Cristo? Part of it. Okay, well, that doesn't count. I haven't seen all of it. You never know. We could, you could be Moriarty'd. I could Moriarty be getting Moriarty'd. Yeah, they gave us three episodes of Look, the man, anime we've ever seen. Moriarty's that, got that me looking over my shoulder, man. It, it really, it dealt psychological damage to me. That was the rudest thing an anime has ever I've, done to us. I've never us been exactly so duped. everything we've wanted and then literally yanked the carpet out from under us. Oh, my God. And watched I've never us drop seen... off a cliff. That that was well, that was fucking season one of Westworld into season two. Yeah. Within three it's, episodes, just oh, a precipitous man, drop. But that you know still what's, makes me you know so what's really sad. funny is it's basically uh it's basically like we were like in a in a uh, Looney Tunes cartoon and we were walking into a mist and we were walking on a ledge, we're like, This is awesome and we think we're still safe on the you cliff. Look down, and yep. then the mist Doo. goes away, we look down and it's like ah, bamboozled. We've been walking on air this whole time. Uh, well, listen, I got something to cheer you guys up. <clears throat> Do you know what's worse <laughs> than Bacchano? What? Redline, Neon oh. Genesis Evangelion, okay. and Initial yeah. D. Do you know what's, where's, you know what's where's, better than Bacchano? What? Hunter x Hunter. All right. Wait, where's everything's Norman better than this list? Nothing's worse than Hunter x Hunter. Um, wait, sorry. Say, what'd you say, just, Mike? Just where, where's Jorman gunned on this list? So I know what to oh, I don't. How do I even spell that thing? J-O-R-M-U-N-G-A-N-D. J-O-R-M-U. Fuck you guys. Let's see here. My anime list has it at 881. I think we've watched fucking Isekai's rated higher than that. Yeah, well, again, all right. Mike, so next if week, you're yeah. the one who somehow manages to top Bacchano with a worst-case scenario, I'm, I will never forgive Ethan. 
By the way, guys, you know what's five slots above Bacano? What? Is, is Mishoko Tensei. Yeah. <laughs> like a saying of which one's better or worse. It's just that that's what we're dealing with. Like, uh, All right, so. Oh, that's uh, fucking great. For next week, um, I think I'm just going to double check, but I think all you have to do is watch the first 13 episodes. If you somehow like it, you can go into the second season, but I don't think I'm requiring it because um, I don't remember much about the second season. Um, so, uh, But I'm just going to double check that it is, in fact, uh, just the first 13. Here we go. And no, the first 12. So, yeah, the first 12 Ooh, episodes. Only 12 this time. That's good. Yeah. Um, but if you like it, there's 12 more in the second season. So All right. Nope. Um, I don't think it's going to be worse than Bacchano. But, again, I don't remember much about it. Uh, it wasn't the greatest thing ever, but I enjoyed it. Back in the day, but this may be like a, uh, I shouldn't have watched this again type deal. So Maybe. we'll find out. Um, we'll find out. I, well, I'm going to declare uh, Bacchano as my revengeance for JW or Mike making me watch all of the fucking rape anime from last season after I said yeah, I didn't want to do it. Be more specific. Which rape anime? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's fair. Yeah, Ethan, this was supposed to be a vacation for you. This only punishes you. Because no, I mean, Bakuno less... wasn't so bad for me. Like, the oh, other one that, terrible. like, that, the fucking rape anime really, guys. Be I'm, more specific. Which be, one? Low. Yeah, that specific. last season made me low. Harem? The harem one? Which one? Harem yeah, in a labyrinth yeah, in another yeah. world? Yeah, harem, yeah. I don't even think that was the rapiest one we've ever seen. <laughs> that was definitely the rapiest one we've ever seen. I don't know about that. Actually, maybe the, the fucking vampire one was. Yeah, Maybe. that was pretty bad. But also, like, there was actual very specific rape happening within harem. Yeah, for like, sure. Buying like sex just slaves, sexual just, just fun on the fun on the bun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, technically oh, hey, there was. Speaking of which, yeah. Watch, did you guys watch the new uh, Gigot for uh, Fall 2022? Sure did. He, he has a real good fun time where he was like, "Oh man, this Isekai with you know where he gets turned into a sword, he frees the slaves. Wow, we're really moving up." And I was like, "You know, Gigot, you probably shouldn't like make light of that." But like, okay, I guess you're acknowledging it. I'm not that. Happy that is about his this. entire but fucking then, brand. Then he to say to that he one. likes a thing and then he, apologize for it being disgusting and then next season make fun of all the disgusting shit. Well, don't worry. He didn't even next season to do it. He did it in the same uh, the same exact <laughs> episode. It was literally <laughs> the next show. He was like, oh, hey, this is like about taming beasts. That seems nice. And then a woman's like, you can tame me. And he puts literally like a sigil into her palm and he just owns her now. And he's and <laughs> literally Giga because like, oh, isn't this just slavery with a different word? And then he just like cuts to the next thing. And I'm like, you know, that's not fixing the problem, Giguk. It seems almost like you're lifting up the topic as if it's okay. Uh, he'll say Mishoko Tensei is the best fucking thing he's ever seen. So clearly he I'm doesn't sure give he a will. shit about slavery and rape and all kinds of other disgusting shit when he's forced to consider it good by the anime fandom. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. just like fucking Mother's Basement, I just feel sorry for that sad little fuck. Because he has to sit down every day and pretend to like shit every single season. And just probably if if I could hope and pray that he doesn't even actually watch. Dude, I don't feel bad for him. The man just did like a national American tour for Trash Taste. And like the guy was doing well. I mean, the, he the picture did of the bring on he Pootie Pie. He is unforgivable. Yeah, I we don't I don't have any empathy for Giguk. I mean, his takes are bad. He, he is trash. Um, if you want to defend shit like this, then fuck you, die in a fire. Um, I, I've had enough. Like, I, I've had a fuck enough of this. Um, and I'm pretty much up to my ear on anime, or up to my ears on anime on this shit. There's just a 
massive amount of rape. There's a massive amount of pedophilia within the industry. And this is on the same fucking day that that Vice News thing dropped about how, like, I didn't even know how bad that shit was. Anyone wanting to go watch, you know, how bad pedophilia has invaded the manga industry or almost is the manga industry, go just have a look at that fucking expose. Yeah. I, I've had enough. If you want to defend this shit as you're living, die in a fucking fire. Like yep. you deserve it. it. You deserve everything you get. I and again, like it's it's one thing if Frontier you want to talk about justice. If you want to talk about a part of the medium and say that you like something, that's fine. But if you're gonna make a whole fucking video where you make light of slavery and you make light of the fact that women can be owned and that there is still literal slavery of women right now. Fucking dying of fire. You, you, you deserve all the implications that you have created for yourself. Yeah. What do you it's, want? It's just it's just indefensible. I, you I can't don't, have your I, cake I, and I eat no it too. You can't pretend that anime is always good and doesn't have a serious fucking yeah, problem. Yeah, exactly. And then benefit from making jokes about the fucking problem. Exactly. If you want to defend one, that's fine. If you want to defend the entire fucking industry as a whole, I will persecute you for defending the entire industry as a whole. Because no. it's absolutely indefensible. Remember to that do time so he, he did a tour industry. of a of a anime uh, industry place, and he was like having to crawl through tiny little pint sized cubicles while pretending to like be amazed by how they did their work, even though it was nothing but like seriously underpaid people just paint by numbersing somebody else's artwork, and he never even met the people who made the artwork. He just met legions after legions after legions of poor little fucking people wearing masks and crammed into small spaces, just doing gut-wrenching bullshit work. Yeah, go fuck yourself, Giggik. Anyway. Yeah, I, I, I don't it. have the tolerance for it anymore. I, I, I'm pretty done. Yeah, no, I, uh, I think uh, all four of us here at CAS oh. that. Hey, you know what? So. Bacano did really well at. I don't think I remember any sexual assault in it. Look at that. Nope, none. And the women I don't think there was kicked anything. ass. Brother, women well, get it done. Them, well, yeah. except there, most there of them. Number. They all got overshadowed by their more superior male counterparts. But... Yeah, I mean, even the one woman who was really amazing at fighting, the one well, in the black dress, there, still was not as like, There was that the one other. bit where um, uh, they tripped in the hallway and Jacuzzi <laughs> accidentally ripped yeah. off Maria's dress and fell right into her tits. And she went, oh, yeah. my belly. But they're in a relationship. Yeah, but like, I don't... No, think... but it wasn't Isaac. It was Jacuzzi. Yeah, was, fell no, yeah, I don't think oh, it was an oh, on-purpose movie. I'm sorry. I, sorry, I got Maria and Nice mixed up. My bad, my bad. Yep, yeah, her name's right. Nice, but, like, uh, but yeah. she's not very nice. But Get considering it. what we have to deal with with normal anime at this point, an accidental, weird, sexual, harassing joke by comparison to the literal rape that's just put into commonplace anime, um, well, I guess that, you won, Bacchano. At the end of the day, Bacchano's old, okay? It wasn't ahead of the time yet. Yeah, it, wasn't. yeah, it really didn't understand the industry needed to get up to snuff. Mm. Oh fuck! Let's end this episode. Now I'm okay. angry. <laughs> well, again, next week, uh, first twelve episodes of Jormungand, uh, and uh, we'll hope to have a slightly better time. Though I think we, you know, we tried to pick the weaker ones to start out with, and then hopefully just get stronger and stronger and stronger. That's true. As yeah. the vacation goes on, so it is good that we're getting these out of the way. Though it would have been nice to start with Bakuno because boom. We Boy, the vacation has officially hit its first speed bump, and it's all Ethan's fault. Mm. But it's all uphill from here. I mean, Yay. downhill. I mean, You're downhill. Welcome. I meant oh, downhill. No. It's all Ethan's oh, no. fault. Oh, it's, it's all right. All Didn't fault. I pick Paranoia Agent or something at the end there? So, like, it, you know, Probably. it'll be downhill for that one, maybe. Yeah, but I got Helsing Ultimate at the end. You're all going to yeah. You're all gonna save her. Great. That's true. Um, you know, so we'll see what happens there. 
Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you next week for another another relaxing week of vacation. Bye. Bye. You and that itchy trigger finger When you gotta go, brother, you gotta go. Inkeeper! Remember? Get the